0: Before we dive into the post-Graphile parts and and all that, I'm curious, did you study computer science at uni or did you find your path there through different means?
1: No, um, I actually, at A-level, I think, uh, which would be college for anyone not in the UK, I did one small course on computing and I was like, this is so incredibly boring. Like I already know and have known this stuff for the last like seven or eight years. Like it's, it's just so fundamental. And I just, it just didn't enthuse me. Like programming had always been uh, a hobby for me. Um, Whilst at uni studying maths and physics, I actually then set up a development agency and started doing like WordPress stuff and, and various other things like that. But that was just, you know, from, from a passion for technology that, happen to line up with a few other events and people and turn into a career. It wasn't really planned. (laughs) I thought I was going to be a maths professor. Oh, really? Yeah. I I studied
0: mathematics in college too, so you'd really never know where your life ends up, you know? Indeed. Um, Yeah, it starts with some CSS one day, and you end up uh, working at a, a tech company, you know? So it's crazy how everything can evolve. I want to get really nostalgic here for a second because we've, you know, like you said, you started in 2016. GraphQL has changed a lot. But I was wondering if you could kind of share with the audience, like, what the scene was like when you first got into the GraphQL community, and kind of how have you seen everything
1: grow to where it is today? Oh, great question. So one of the challenging things about this question is my memory of time is absolutely appalling. So I will do my best. Yeah, I remember just, there was obviously a lot of hype. There was a lot of out and there was a lot of passion there was a lot of people who were super excited for this technology and a lot of people saying this is ridiculous we can we can do this with rest already who um you know in my opinion completely missed the point like there's a lot that, that GraphQL brings I mean one of its biggest things is the the GraphQL spec itself the fact that you can concretely say this is a GraphQL API versus this is not a GraphQL API and that shared tooling But like, yeah, just like the the passion, the rate of innovation. Obviously, Lee Byron watched a lot of his talks at the time and still do. And I think one of the things that he was talking about at the time was like... uh, you know, here's my plan. I'm sure you've seen it because he's, he's referenced it in many of his future talks, but it's a uh, he's got his notebook and he's got like a bunch of dates on here, like, oh, by here, I think there'll be this many companies interested and it'll be this type of company. And we've just seemed to have jumped to the end, basically, very, very rapidly. <laughs> we've got like, it's exploded in growth, which just shows this isn't a technology that only solves Facebook's problem, or I should say, you know, the company formerly known as Facebook, but actually solves the problem of many companies and you know projects and charities organizations like across the world and i think that is you know fantastic but how has it changed was one of your questions we're seeing more tooling for it we're also you know we're starting to finally see defer and stream for example have been were talked about even back then uh, by Lee himself, I think. And we are now getting to the point where Defer and Stream are looking like finalising that those spec edits is coming. You know, there are still issues, but they are being solved. And the momentum behind it is really, really growing. And that is... Fantastic to see. And I think that's true of broad amounts of the stuff that came up in like, you know, 2015, 2016 that's been really great. One of the other things that is fantastic is it's gone from being a Facebook project to being a you know managed by the GraphQL Foundation, right? Which is basically not ran by one company anymore, which has been incredibly valuable, I think, to the ecosystem. One of the problems that you get with open source that is run by a company is that Everything is generally goes through the filter of that one company, what they need. So it can mean that you know certain features won't get implemented because they just don't line up with the need. One of the great things about having it more open like this is the needs of the ecosystem as a whole, of the entire community, can be filtered, and everyone can weigh in on these decisions. And so I think we founded the GraphQL working group in 2017, GraphQL Foundation around the same time, and it. I think, been really, really significant to the way in which GraphQL has evolved. It's gone from raising pull requests against one of Facebook's repositories and hoping that someone's going to pay attention to it to actually being able to attend a monthly working group, represent your idea, try and get it through the stages that it needs to go to get merged into the spec, getting it merged into the spec, and as of October this year, getting it released as part of the latest spec cut, which, I mean, for a lot of people has been really, really great and for the ecosystem as a whole.